get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Hey guys, Brian here from Bravo and Beer. I wanted to tell you two quick things before we get into today's episode. Number one, we are live streaming now. You can find us at our Facebook page. Just type in Bravo and Beer, it'll pop right up. And on our YouTube. Most importantly, you can see what we look like to punch us right square in the face when you see us walking down the street. Second thing, I fucked up this episode. For some reason, my audio is jacked up. I had to cut out some of the live stream banter in the beginning because it was just too unusable, crackling and popping. I kept about four minutes, so you know, bear with us for about four or four and a half minutes. It's funny stuff. I had to leave it in, but don't worry. The episode will get back to the delicious audio quality you're used to about five minutes in. Okay. Enjoy. Thank you. Give us a five-star review. Don't mention the shitty audio. Okay. Goodbye. Buddy, what the, what took you so long? Why, why are you so loud? Yeah, you're gonna. Uh, there's a lot of screaming. feedback when you're yelling into the the, the pop filter isn't working. Ah, uh, and I'll fix that. You know what happens sometimes, and I don't know why it happens. This, yeah, wow, my computer randomly. There you go. That's better. Sorry about that to listeners at home, but I will fix it in post. My computer will randomly decide when I replug in the good microphone that it's just like you know what he needs to be a little louder. Just a little, little amping up the volume. It sets it to the highest level of input, and if I don't check it consciously every time, it brings me in hot. Well, speaking of hot, coming in hot, that was me with the uh, prop oh, bets for the Super can Bowl. Can you hear anything? I can hear Rico fine. Yeah, great. So by turning somehow now, not only did my microphone I fix the uh, the input, so I probably sound okay, but now I can't hear anything. What would be funny is if I just went deaf. The input-output <laughs> problem. Well, will, will you figure that out? We can talk about uh, Rico. We you might have been successful with the prop bets, but uh, you didn't win what counts. And that's the it overall did count. Game. And winning, well, the overall true. winning doesn't count. It only matters if you lose, and that was Brian. So That's true. I won uh, by not prop, losing. Super Bowl prop bets. I don't give a shit about those. Well, you owe me I, twenty bucks each of you. That was fifteen. Fine. Is it twenty? No, it's twenty. It, it was twenty. Uh, fifteen I'm was. Give you the twenty. Was bucks. Fifteen beer pong. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, fifteen was beer pong. But uh, here's the thing. Can we talk for a minute? What did you guys think of the Super Bowl halftime show? I liked the it. weekend. Right, I, Odie. What did you think? I'm not going to lie. Uh, like, I don't. Think about Super Bowl halftime shows. You don't is, like black people, and that was the issue for you. I know. I, I, lo- I love black people. I wish they weren't covering their faces so I could see their faces. And why did you make um, them wear those white masks the whole time? I thought that was your letter to the weekend that got that in place. You're like, I'm fine with black people, but they have to wear white surgical masks the entire halftime show. The, the problem with uh, Super Bowl halftime shows is they are destined to just not be that good. Because they're quick setups. I mean, they're setting up all this elaborate shit. The sound is not going to be great. And it just is what it is. I mean, it's going to be a uh, you know very good performer 
uh, really playing with uh, you know half a deck, not having you know all the tools that that they normally would. Right, with that being said, I mean it was good. It wasn't. I mean it's okay. Well, I thought that it gave them more tools to play with, right? Because normally, as I was tweeting out, normally it's like you got these great bands, but they're stuck in the middle of a bunch of drunk, fat dipshits that are uh, surrounding them and yelling, yay for you, and they can't really do much except stand there. That's boring to watch. If If I'm at home, what's more boring to watch than people stand in place playing music? So at least this way, because you don't have stand, you know, fans on the field, they could do like that whole uh, Chinese, remember the Chinese Olympics, you know, full full scale marching and choreography. You could have the weekend go back in the tunnels because the fans weren't in there anyway. So I thought it was actually more interesting that way. Yeah, I saw people complaining, but it's like, yeah, fucking people bitch about everything. Well, which is usually me. This podcast isn't good enough. You know, so it's worse. Your people are morons. It's worse than people complaining. The people who complain preemptively about the people who are going to complain, just shut up. Oh, yeah. Just watch the show. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Watch Bravo and Beer live yeah. every Wednesday. There you go. Yes. And complain about it. Feel free. Yeah. All right. Well, there's, no, there's, there's nothing to complain about. Your yeah, mic is well, your I, mic I, is I, still I, popping, Brian. I don't know what's. Don't, are you on? Maybe you're not on your uh, actual mic. What is happening with this shit? I'm in the system preferences. Sounds it like says you're not. Input USB. That's what it's saying. Let me double check. Maybe is it? Maybe we did it get reset. Ah, uh, that's why. It got uh, reset. Input output Jesus. problem. No, it's uh, everything. Should have talked to our input output consultant. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> Rico's everyone's input service. How about now? Much better, right? That's yep. way better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what I don't even I don't even know what happened. I, for some reason. Uh, everything got reset today, and I don't know why. So I had to reset everything, apparently, when usually I don't. Um, I have one thing to complain about during our pre-show banter, and that is that today I got like clippers, right? I'm a bald man. I got to shave this gourd down to maintain my beauty for the ladies. And when I was, you know, I'm in the shower, I'm shaving down the head. I'm like, oh, why am I supposed to do the beard, right? Why? What, what am I, a fancy man? Who needs to go to a, a fancy barber shop? No. So I'm trimming it, right? With the beard, clippers, clippers, clippers. Somehow took out about seven hairs and a chunk of my neck, like a like a vampire attack on this side. And I tell you, it hurt like a motherfucker. I felt like I thought I had a tooth pulled out for about two hours today, right here, because it just ripped that skin. Maybe out of they're my not head. sharp enough. Have you had them for a long time? Well, I did drop them on the floor, and I was mm. like, mm. <laughs> they definitely were yeah. off kilter, and I was like, they're fine. Mm. <laughs> I just banged them back into place. So that could be the issue. Maybe I should just buy new clippers. <laughs> could, could be the issue. Have yeah. you ever oiled them? Uh, the only thing I oil are strippers, and during COVID, I can't oh. do that. So, you know, what? Well, if, sp- there's only so much oil, Odie. I'm not, I'm not Jews that have oil that lasts for seven days burning in a lantern here. I have to conserve my oil and spend it only on the things that are important to me. Well, uh, speaking of hair, since you brought it up, I did get a haircut today. And in the after like three minutes of getting my haircut, I'm like, this is going horribly. But what can you do? Oh, I could I've been see. There. I've been there. <laughs> You're like, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, it's, it grows rather quickly. So I'm just like, oh, whatever. I get out. And then I get into my car. And sh- I notice that she had trimmed up 
like the one sideburn, but not the other. So it was like <laughs> off by an inch, like an entire inch. It was off. It makes me so <laughs> mad. I, I, I try to remember to tell people just, just leave, just leave sideburns. I mean, I can do that on my own. You don't need to try to even them out because they never get it anywhere yeah. close. Well, but, How, but shouldn't that be the easiest thing? You're looking at the person. You think so? Up. I mean, the problem is I think most people's ears are not even, right? Like you're <laughs> well, close. You, you just have to like measure by the nose or something to see where you you do it. But it, it brought to mind. It brought to mind something. A chalk line. They're like, what? And he's walking to the barbershop. There's a chalk line that they put across the door that people just walk into. And they're like, oh, sorry about that. Uh, that's just to make sure your sideburns are correct. It would be a good idea for a barbershop if they gave you like a, uh, everybody who goes to the barbershop, you get one card. You get like a, a yellow card. If you're getting a bad haircut, you hold it up. <laughs> and they, they take the barber, they switch him out and give you a different barber. That would be ideal. I had this, well, today reminded me, like, since I moved back here, I've only found one person ever that I actually liked cutting my hair. And I went to him every month for like two years. And then one day I go to it and the store is just closed. I'm like, what the fuck happened? So I had to find something else. And I was talking to the other barber and I was like, yeah, the the guy I used to go to it down the street, you know, I don't know what happened to him. He's like, oh, that guy. He's, he's not gonna be around. Open. What are you talking he, about? He's, he's not gonna down. be around for a while. I'm like, oh no. Oh, uh, what did he do? And you're like, eh, he was selling some stuff. And I was like, this whole time, <laughs> he never even ever. told me. <laughs> what a waste. He didn't suspect me as a client. What? <laughs> How old was the guy? How old was oh, the he was like my age, and we like knew well, mutual people from like high school and stuff. But then. So like three years later, I was walking into a grocery store and this guy's like, hey, man. And I was like, that's fucking weird. I'm like, hey. And I keep walking and I saw the guy like stop. And he's like, oh, all right. And then he like, like I was going to talk to him and then he walks away. And then like five minutes later, I'm getting something I'm like, that was my fucking barber. And then I'm like, God damn it. And I have no idea where, like, he's not at the same place. I have no so idea ran, what his actual so name is. So I went is. back to the grocery store drunk several times at three in the morning, hoping to find <laughs> yeah. him when I was really I was, fiending for some crack. <laughs> I was so pissed. God, that was my shot. And it's gone. It's gone. Uh, these, are the, these are the moments that you lay up and wake. You know, it's like they keep you up at night thinking about all the times you could have bought drugs off of your barber. Mm. But also, I'm surprised he gave you a good haircut because you'd think he would kind of be like, you know, tweaked out the whole time. You'd be like, you know, like Edward Scissorhands, just, tweak, just shaking well, around. Well, just because you're selling it doesn't mean you're, an, you know, an addict. Maybe it's just a good businessman barber. You ever listen to Biggie Smalls? Don't get high on your own supply. He had multiple revenue streams before Odie ever even thought of it. <laughs> there you go. He Smart was the man. original. <laughs> oh, he's just a copyright infringement. Uh, so, gentlemen. John, do you have anything interesting to add to the conversation before we jump into the reviews? I'm going to guess not. I'll just say this. I think I know now what it's like to live in Cleveland. You know, we have a terrible <laughs> no football can. team, a bad quarterback who won't leave. And it snows every day, like two to three inches. I don't know when this started, but it, it sucks. And uh, I want it to stop. Well... Check back in two months, Odie. That's when it'll stop, maybe. 
Well, it's sunny here in Los Angeles. Not that you can tell because I still look pale. Even though I walk the dogs every day for an hour, I still am vampirically pale here. But, ah, such is life. So, Joan, did you watch well, Summer House? I did. I have thoughts. So, here's my thought on Summer It could be mildly entertaining. Um, I don't yes. think I can commit to watching it every week. Um, necessarily like if we weren't, if we were only doing 90 day, then maybe, but, uh, I'm hoping, like I said, next week's the season finale of, uh, below deck. And then there's gotta be a couple, at least I, one recap. And then maybe they're going to get into a new season or something. I don't know. I don't think there, yeah, but there can't be a new season. I mean, that the new season's either going to be summer house or we got to do a real housewives. There's not going to be a below deck because, COVID shut that whole industry down. So there's no way that they can be doing it. So it's it's Summer House or Housewives. And you said you don't want to do Housewives. I'm, not I'm opening a Housewives in New York if that comes back. I might do my own side. Brian's Rony Pony. I've already named it. Well, I'm sure your wife will love you doing another night of podcasting. <laughs> oh, no, this will be a... This will be a midday. Well, here's the thing. I'm thinking, I'm like, what if I bring her in? It's kind of like, you know, if you all want to bang another chick. And I'm like, well, what if I bring her in? No, she's not into that, by the <laughs> it's way. exactly like <laughs> so, that, minus the whole <laughs> sexual part. But, yeah. and, and also, she's not into that. But I think she might be into doing a recap with me. But that could ruin our marriage, though. Let's be honest. If I'm going to say the things that this audience wants me to say to my wife, to her face. You know, I've been around you two for, what, seven, eight years? I don't know how long you've known her. I've never known you to filter anything. To my surprise, many of the things you say, I'm like looking at your wife like, hmm. I was just going to go over. Yeah, I, I was no. going to say, do you normally <laughs> ever, do you change what you say when you're around? No, I don't. I don't change anything. And that's why we're happily married. That is why. Which is, it's funny because, you know, it, it's a 50-50 proposition. Half the things that I say, she'll laugh at. The other half, she's just like. <laughs> she does laugh at way more of your comments than, than deserve to be laughed at. So I'll give her that. Far more. She's, which only encourages me, but also she'll have like, to you actually find this funny. Huh? I, I don't care though. That's the thing. I, I don't care if she really finds it funny. It's a, it's it a seems, it seems like she does. Cause it's like a full hearty laugh. Okay, a lot of practice. A lot of practice. So straight captain, uh, watching our live stream. He says, or she says, I don't know who, I don't know who straight captain is. I'm going to guess it's a guy. Don't That's assume their gender. I don't want to, I don't want to miss gender straight captain. Um, but I know they're not gay because of the straight thing. Well, then again, who knows? But anyway, uh, he says they're they're doing below deck sailing yacht, but that show sucks. Yes, what is that? It, exactly. Thank you. It does suck. He says it sucks. <laughs> it does. But it's does it good. suck so bad that it could be entertaining to watch? Like, what kind no. of suck is it? It just sucks, sucked. Like, I watched mm. one season of it and it just sucked, sucked. But I'm, but I'm telling you, getting back to Summer House. So, Summer House, I, I got, you just got to trust me on this being a great show. The people on the, on the show, you watch that, you know, one episode, you're missing the fact that the guy, Carl was a com- complete blackout okay. alcoholic for a can long I, time. Can I give you my, my first impressions, yes, thoughts before you go on the back. All right. So the guy seemed kind of normalish, like Carl, that guy who apparently is a raging alcoholic, but 
midway through the episode, he's like, oh, I could still drink every now and then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's going to work. See more? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am going to, I'll probably watch because fuck, I work from home and I can have full relapse. On, so. Um, well, so why I'm thinking, would a raging alcoholic be in a like drinking house? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess we'll find out. He's not that <laughs> committed to his sobriety. <laughs> so that's an interesting storyline. Um, the one dude, what is his name? Zach or whatever, who brought the uh, the hot black chick. Oh, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Luke. So he was banging. He was banging Derp Hannah. And, no, he uh, was the, not. No, no. They he, never. Yeah, no. Trust me. Have you watched it? No. That he and Hannah were banging, even though Hannah's a, a total derper. Uh, and now he never he never got serious with her, and now he's dating the, one of the hottest black chicks I've ever seen in my life. Six is insanely hot named Sierra. That's a hot chick's name. I don't know if she named herself, but automatically <laughs> yeah. hot. she grew up. She, she was named like Gwen or something. And she's like, yeah. I'm way too hot for this. Name. Yeah, I got it. Definitely a stripper name. Up. Sierra. That's a stripper name. I've ever, ever heard one before. Well, she pulls it off and pulls other things off. Yeah. You know what I mean, but no, so, so she, yeah, but that's a great now. Now Hannah's losing her mind. This this new girl's like, ah, oh, what the hell did I walk into? It's awesome. Yeah, so that's interesting. Who's the other guy? He seemed kind of nondescript. Oh, the, well, uh, K- Kyle didn't show much yeah. the first episode. So Kyle's dating Amanda, or they're going to get married. They already kind of teased that in the season. So Kyle is, a, he gets crazy drunk. He's the funniest guy on the show by far. He has fucking lines that are hilarious. When he was dating the Amanda, I remember she was all drunk and he'd been going to the summer house, right? He and this group of friends for a while. He gets blackout and just walks around eating shit and talking crap. But I remember one of my favorite lines is this chick's there. She's getting, you know, they're getting serious. <laughs> they're having a fight and he's super hammered. And he just looks at her and he goes, summer's supposed to be fun. Amanda, not fun. Summer, <laughs> fun <laughs> and then just like walks out <laughs> i was like this guy is the best which one's amanda is she the blonde like the with the shorter blonde hair no that's Lindsay with her with with her she got a, a tit job to get big old titties that she also she just loves hanging pendulously hanging out all the time so Lindsay's Lindsay fell in love with carl who treated her like dirt and then started to hit on other chicks and and <laughs> In front of her as she was uh, in love with him at the summer house. Uh, she now has a boyfriend that is at the summer house with them, but it's all going to fall apart. So where is, where is the summer house? It's in the Hamptons. It's in the Hamptons. Yeah, it's in the Hamptons. And they all had to get, what, COVID testing? And then they're, yeah, they're in yeah. a little bubble. And uh, so I, I guess they're just going to be hanging out there or some kind of arranged parties. They can't go... Which is yeah. who would who would agree to that? I guess maybe they're getting a big fat chunk of money to be on that show, but you oh, know, dude, you're gonna fucking hate the people. Six yeah. weeks, you can't leave. That's why it's gonna like, be amazing. Do you remember, like, by the the end of like the semester every year, like everyone just like so sick of each other. You're like fucking this asshole again. You know, and then you would go away <laughs> for the summer. Then you'd every, be like every episode yeah. of the show. 
yeah. by the end but of there's, They can't go away, but I guess they're there for six weeks. But still, like, nonstop. They don't even get to go to class or anything to get away. No, that, that's what's amazing. They're going to be stuck in the house together. Half of them are, are banging each other already. Half of them have already fucked. Half of them will fuck at some point. We already have one chick that I think is going to dump her boyfriend and go back to banging Carl. Carl, who bangs everybody in the house. I don't know how he pulls it off. But... <laughs> By the end of it, I'm expecting blood in that massive pool. I can't wait. I think it's going to be fantastic. And here's the thing. They, they usually throw these massive parties. So they'll probably have some parties where people are checked and come in. And that's kind of like the theme. They have like three giant parties a year where all these people come and they get insanely blackout drunk and fight with each other. And uh, I mean, last year, that was great. Carl, <laughs> uh, when he was in his most blacked out angry time. Just goes up to one girl and he's like, you suck. And she was like on the show staying there. He's like, you suck. You need to leave. Get out of the house. Nobody likes you. Nobody wants you here. It's great. They are. They really are unfiltered. And uh, I think you're going to love it. Are, are these like college age kids? Or like no. what's the no. They're professionals. 30, 35 to what? 38. How can you yeah. do that in like today's society? Just go on television, be blacked out drunk, and then come back to your job. Or Somehow they pull it off. Like on Southern Charm, one chick on that show. Uh, uh, it's banging A-Rod? Some... Banging A-Rod? Yeah. One of them's banging A-Rod. J-Lo's A-Rod? The redhead? Yep. Is it the redhead? I don't know. All I know is that there was... Oh, no, it's Madison. Madison's banging A-Rod. That's true. So yep. not Madison tweeted at some black uh, radio personality, like a monkey emoji. And, uh, you know, probably not the best thing to do that, but she's still on the show. She's still hanging out. Now she's dating a black boyfriend. Seems, uh, you know, coincidental. <laughs> she's like, the, the thing is, I got to sell. Like, like, Need a black boyfriend immediately. So I do not get fired from my Bravo show. Yeah. Uh, accidentally said a monkey emoji to somebody online. Need to show I'm not racist. Please respond to SAP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Straight Cap'n is saying that, uh, Brian, you're making this sound. Uh, was my mouse just seem died. interesting? Seem it's, interesting. Uh, yeah. And. The thing is, did we say that at the same time twice? What? <laughs> we're literally hitting at the same time. Both trying to you do out. it. I'm I, done. I'm done. Um, I, 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 I got to be able to sell this watching this to my wife. So I got to make it sound interesting. But I'd like to enjoy it. I don't want to watch something that's stupid. So I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll I mean, it, there might be enough entertainment value. I guess I, I'll, I'll give it another go. I, I was, I thought the first 20 minutes kind of sucked. And the last, the last part was good. The uh, two most interesting people, I think, are going to be um, that Luke guy and then the podcaster. What the fuck? She, that's her living? Yeah. Yeah, Ugly I, girl I, making a living she, podcast. What's wrong with she making a living podcasting? That's the American dream. She's not she interesting. She's not that living. She's not interesting. She's a fucking derp in face and thoughts. She <laughs> made her living podcasting after being on this show. That's why I hate her so much oh. because... Uh, she it's not like she had some amazing talent or skill no she did some uh, some shitty job i think she actually worked uh, helping other people make podcasts and then got on this show which is a hit nothing against people out there who help people make podcasts we love you we love you we also hey if you're a who helps face, us welcome well, no one helps us uh, but <laughs> yeah we our other podcast we have many helpers but. a lot of help oh the dirt face podcast 
Yes, we yes. do. If you have a derp face, come on the Derp Face podcast. You can come on, tell people your skills, your passions, and your likes so that people can see past the derpiness of your face. John Odermatt, first guest on the podcast that Rico and I hosted. Now we made him a full-time member. Just look at that face. If you're watching the live stream, you can see what I'm talking about. More, uh, I don't even know, more uh, second chin than man now. More, uh, just no passion in the eyes, like a dead fish. But uh, we still love here. him. <laughs> well, you were late getting to the podcast. Oh, our, our listener way. Kimberly says her podcast is beyond boring. Kim, that's why we're here to save you. We're here. Bravo and Beer is here. All right. Well, if we're better get... than that one, then we're good. Yes. All right. We're making nowhere near as much money. And I'm sure nowhere near the <laughs> listeners. We only have 80,000 listeners. I'm sure that she has 800. But how many does she have in Thailand? Not even. Probably. Yeah. Oh, oh, good. Should I look? Should I do as Rico pulls up the below deck notes? Should I check on our listeners in Thailand real time? I don't know. That's necessary. Probably um, hasn't moved much. So yeah. Probably so all right, below deck. There's a few places. I, I don't know who to start with. I think James was a star of the show. Really. Um. He, well, he was he was good. Rob had a f- couple funny lines. Uh, Eddie had it, Eddie actually had I thought the best line of the show, um, but he wasn't on that line. much. Yeah, Eddie had the best line. James had the best moment, which was his Jim from the office look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> he was told, I was like, "What's going on here?" He was. <laughs> Was that when Elizabeth was like telling him, like, "Oh, maybe we can travel the world and blah blah yeah, blah"? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. I want to build up to it, but it was it was just as we're talking about at the moment. It was when uh, he was. She was like, "Oh, let's uh, can we talk later?" And he's like, "Oh, I'll probably uh, I'll probably be off hiding somewhere." And she's like, "Hopefully not for me." And he just <laughs> looks straight at the camera. <laughs> Uh, he's really um fallen like or she's fallen out of favor with him fast swiftly but he's right he's like usually i have these kind of talks like three or four months into a relationship he's like i met you uh three weeks ago and she opens it up she says well you know i'm not gonna like you know say i'm gonna come over and live with you but uh, you know, we could travel the world together and uh, go on a vacation. Or you're not going to work after this, are you? You can take some time off, right? It's like I'm just, you know, mentioning that my year wide open. My whole next year, nothing planned. And it's like cool. And also, he's like, she's like, what do you feel about long term? Or he's like, how do you feel long distance, long distance relationships? She's like, hate him. He's like, all right, good. Short conversation. Thinking he got out. No, no, James, <laughs> you ain't getting nowhere. She's like, oh yeah, but I hate those. But I'll follow you anyway. Oh, she, like, oh my god, she's such a stalker on the boat too. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it's like it reminds me. Remember that Robert De Niro movie? Because I, I I don't want to give too much away for people that haven't seen the show. We'll get to what happens with Elizabeth, but I just see this being like that. Remember that Cape Fear movie with Robert De Niro? Oh, I thought you Where were going to talk about the fan with Wesley Snipes. That's a great movie. That a great fan. Movie. Swim fan. Take it even further with the, the water. There we go. But no, Robert De Niro, where it's like a houseboat, and he's just like a stalker hiding in the in the boat, latching onto the side. That's Elizabeth. That's what she'll She's getting him in trouble. Like, he's legitimately trying. He's like, oh, you need some help with the galley. I don't know that it's normally his job. So he's trying to help. And then she's like, everywhere he goes, she's just following him and then just 
babbling on about bullshit and he's like not talking to her, but then it gets the appearance that he's not trying to do work. You would have thought that she would have gotten a little bit of a hint from his doing nothing for her birthday and not giving her a kiss and ignoring her all day. And again, well, I guess should we just, we're talking about, should we just skip to the fact that she gets fucking canned? Well, I mean, just b- before That's we do the next that, episode. B- before we talk about that, I mean, you're saying, you know, he, you know, nothing for her birthday, not even a kiss, uh, pretty much ignoring her. Mm-hmm. You guys have, you know, had your experiences with women, especially when, when you're younger. Of course, Elizabeth is uh, is 30, but what generally happens when you, you know, treat a girl a little bit like shit? Oh, they like it more. Yeah, it's so. true. It's true. It sucks, but it's true. And without a doubt, you learn. If there's one thing I can go back in time and tell myself, it's to treat women worse. I don't <laughs> know that. that I don't really? know that that's possible. Really, but, uh, that's going to be pulled out as a clip and just cancel you. Feminist so, icon Brian McWilliams. Uh, <laughs> no, I, it is true though. Women, it's I, it's. Women like assholes. It's stupid. It's sad, but it's true. And clearly, she is. Uh, she falls for assholes. My I don't think it matters though, how he treats her, though. She's just well. She's desperate. Psychotic. She's desperate. Well, I like this moment. This is one of my favorite moments of the episode. James is sitting there, and he's like, you know, she's getting super serious. I'm in the. I'm in the prime of my life. I'm 26 years old. I don't think it's going anywhere. And the producer's like, well, why don't you just tell her it's yeah. not going anywhere? <laughs> and he's like. Well, you know, I think she'll. Uh, I think she's smart enough to figure that out on her own. <laughs> and I just, I, I posted a shot, and it shows her like Galley, and it's like you know, in Arrested Development, the narrator's voice. She wasn't. <laughs> she's way too dumb and desperate to figure it fucking out. She, there's no way in hell she's figuring it out. Also, I think James. I think in the back of his mind too, he's like, I'm going to keep playing the string out and running away, as he put it. Because uh, he's like, well, maybe I can uh, get one more fucking. I don't think he wants that at all. I think he's probably trying to, maybe he's calculating his mind. He's like, she really can't last that this much longer on the boat. She's going to get fired soon. Maybe, and- conspiracy theory, maybe all the shots where we see her talking to him, right? And we're like, she's following him around. Maybe it's the other way around. They always say you catch the person retaliating. So maybe he's going up and saying something real quick to her and then pretending like he doesn't care what she's saying back. <laughs> he's like drying a glass. He's like, or maybe, hey, hey Elizabeth, or maybe I, I think I'm texting my mind about this relationship. Then he starts polishing a glass really fast. <laughs> All right, what, Odie? Maybe he's texting her. Come meet me. Was- washing dishes. I'm washing dishes. Come up here. Yeah. And she comes scampering up. Next yeah. level, these goddamn. He guys. also said he might hurt her feelings if uh, he tells her he doesn't like her. So he's just going to avoid that until it blows up in the face. Yeah. I respect that strategy. Look, I, I also said the best way to deal with women is to give them a UTI and not break up with them until the absolute last moment. <laughs> well, well, we speaking don't know of feeling anymore. bad for women, I mean, that's how Colt got in trouble. I mean, you. Women reaching out to him saying, hey, Colt, nice to meet you. I mean, it's kind of rude not to send a picture of your dick to them, right? (laughs) Do you think he's still, he's got to still be doing that. Of course he is. I told you guys we need to get, well, either, either my wife or Otis wife or even better Rico, since you're not married yet. And, you know, you've got the youngest of all of our, uh, our girlfriends and she's foreign, 
which we know Colt likes. She <laughs> needs to reach out to him and be like, hey, Colt, send me a dick pic. <laughs> just just made, hey, I'll, run, I'll run that idea by her. I don't know that she's going to go for it. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll, uh, Why wouldn't you. she? Come on. I think she wants don't... to see his dick. Well, I think that's it, probably the just... number one. Well, we but I'll say we can dick. use it for the podcast. I mean, exactly. I'm working on <laughs> that'll the be our new right logo for the podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The homepage, just Colt's dick. <laughs> Nothing about the actual podcast, just Colt's dick. We'll have so many visitors every month. Women coming in. It's going to be amazing, guys. Don't worry. I already got it. It's one. Uh, there, there's our Patreon um, level. Get free access to uh, a new <laughs> Colt dick pic every week. <laughs> of course you can just get it by yourself but who wants to go through all that work <laughs> it's a lot of extra steps yeah all right what's next all right um i had a couple notes about rob it seemed like i, I don't know there's kind of two sides to the story at one point i'm like yeah he's kind of acting like a little bit of a dick to izzy and then they show clips of izzy after he's like she was micromanaging and him her saying you gotta do this you gotta do this you gotta do this and this isn't this napkin isn't folded right it's like all right calm the fuck down so i don't know that's kind of it's annoying probably especially it for izzy because she used to do interior and deck crew so she's also like worried about glasses and shit and he's like that's not my job you know like cleaning the glasses that's the interior's job they're setting up the picnic and i said this last time just like when she was talking about like washing the top of the shit and like Rob kind of was right. And he's like, look, your lead chamois. Granted, she's a little bit better than that. I think they're being too dickish on the, you know, to her for sure. And the whole thing with them ignoring her on the radio. Well, they shit. had a good reason to be ignoring her on the radio. It wasn't premeditated. It just happened. They were playing a game of who can hold your breath longer. <laughs> and you know, you can't, what separate. are the odds? That's that's that, that would be semen, occurring. That's semen law. You have to complete that once it's began. That goes back to where they used to dive in those big diving bell helmets. Who could last the longest holding their breath down there? Uh, I'm sure if they the told way, this, I'm sure if they told Captain Lee that if he you know chewed them out for not picking up the radio, you know we were having a breath holding contest. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> He's like, ah, you're both lead deckhands. By the way, remember those old diving belt outfits, right? They had a tube going down to the guy. Yeah, it's like a Scooby-Doo episode, like where the the gang had to go to the bottom of the sea to search for a clue, and they would have like an air hose (laughs) leading up to, and Scooby was like making sure they had the air pump working. Yeah, yeah, the air pump going. How many times do you think people manage to fart into the air pumps? Every time? Do you think it's possible? (laughs) Do you think it's too much of a health hazard? This is the high-level content and commentary you get here on Bravo and Beer. This is what the ladies come for. I hadn't thought of that question. I'll uh, spend the night sleeping on it, though. Think get back to you in the morning. Back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I, I, I found this line humorous. I don't know if Rob intended it as a, uh, a pun or he was just, I don't know, being a, having dry wits. But he's like, yeah, just, just a couple dudes polishing rails. No one else found that funny. Had, I don't. Know. I He's had a couple I, of those. He's had a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, they, they like that type of humor. Uh, let me real quick before we get past these guys. So the kid, remember that one kid got super insanely drunk, right? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Empty, and they yeah. wouldn't let him go in the hot tub. And then we're all like, he'll never. Yeah, he's a little little prick. 
And I think Ashling was right to cut him off, especially as like trying to go in the hot tub, whatever. So she lies to him. And I'm like, that kid's never going to remember the next morning. Yeah, that's what we all thought. Little did I know, apparently this kid is a hardcore alcoholic because the next day he's sitting down on the couch telling his parents, who clearly could give zero shits about him. He's like, well, yeah, I drank a half bottle of Hennessy and they wouldn't let me go in the hot tub. And he's 18. Yeah. The parents are like, okay. Yeah, they didn't care about either one. Like, (laughs) one, would you tell, even now, would you tell your, your parents like, Oh, fuck out. Blast last night. I drank half a bottle of Hennessy. My my mom would be like, what is wrong with you? Exactly. What are you doing to yourself? You have a you have a child, whatever. It's yeah. And the parents you'd think would be like, hey, you shouldn't be drinking that much. Slow it down. She was right. Yeah. They didn't say anything. (laughs) They didn't (laughs) care that Ashling lied to him. They didn't care that he drank all that fucking booze. I mean I could see it's like, you know, it's like those things are like, well, I guess he's going to have to go back to promises in Malibu. Got to put him back in rehab again. You know, clearly this guy's going to be in rehab, has been in rehab. What, did uh, you hear what he wanted to drink on the beach? Oh, yeah. Uh, Tito's with ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a good beach drink. Yeah. <laughs> Not Send fucking around. Promises. promises, promises. Actually, listen to other podcasts. Promises, promises, where we find people that need to go to rehab, promise them we're going to take them to rehab, and then go to Vegas and get them fucked up. And then we find out their their uh, darkest stories. Anywhere podcasts are heard. Well, this kid's what, 18, 19 years old, something like that? Yeah, he's like 18. So if you think back to you know your time in, in college when you're 18, 19 years old, back I when I was like a our, billionaire, yes. I feel like our, our tolerances were... The highest they've ever been, probably. Yeah. I mean, we probably so, drank that much, <clears throat> and we probably felt okay. Like, when you're 19, you can get super fucked up, and then yeah. the next day, you're like, all right, whatever. But well, you still yeah. don't go telling your parents how much you drank. Oh, I know. complain exactly. that uh, I couldn't go in the hot tub when I was blasted off my ass <laughs> drunk. And, and the other thing I thought is, like, I think we had enough self-awareness, at least I did, to know, okay, you know what? Last night, yeah, I was an asshole. Not right. like you can like accept it like, okay, I acted like an asshole. Move on. Don't not even realize you were the asshole, which yeah, I think that was the most amazing parents part. That they wouldn't let you go in, yeah. the ha- in the hot tub. I can't believe he told them he drank the half bottle of Hennessy. Yeah. Be like- yeah, like the the cabin crew's not gonna rat you out. Probably You'd be like, well, you know, I had a couple, I had a few. Yeah. You know, it's like I t- yeah. when I'm talking to my parents, my dad's like, "What are you hung over from uh, from watching Super Bowl?" He called me like the next one because he's a Tampa Bay, and he's like, "Call me." I'm like, Ugh. "What do you want?" <laughs> so he's like, "Oh, what are you hung over?" Yeah, I had a few, I had a couple. <laughs> That's what you say. You don't go. I drank you know, 18 beers last night and 17 <laughs> shots of fucking Jameson. You creatively lie. Just like when you go to the doctor, <laughs> same thing. One in a million shot. One in a million. <laughs> How many drinks would you say uh, you have per week, Brian? Ah, about six or seven. About that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the worst if I'm part, letting loose. The worst parts when you lie to your doctor. I, I might, this happened with my doctor. Yeah, he's like, how many do you drink in a week? I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably, uh, probably six. And he's like, "Wow, 
six drinks. And I'm like, that's like on a weekend if I have three beers. And he's like, well, you know, like, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, go fuck yourself, doc. This is also well, let me tell you a real gross story quick about yeah. my doctor. It was why I keep going back to him. When I was a, a young, uh, young buck out here in LA, I had like this bump on the back of my calf. And uh, I was like, hey, like a lump. And I got it checked out. The guy's like, ah, don't worry about it. It's nothing. It's like a cyst. I'm like, fine. But I come out here. And at one point, you know, I'm fucking around with it. And I'm like, yeah, give it a little squeeze. And a bunch of this disgusting shit comes out of it. Smells like fucking rotting raccoon feces. And I'm like, it was "Ah." a cheese cyst, I bet. Cheese cyst. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing, but yes, yeah. uh, yeah. so anyway, the cheese is coming out. It's fucking disgusting. It smells like our buddy, Sam, he's like, wow, I'm going to call you the stinking rose because he came in the apartment and it, the entire place stank. So I'm squeezing it out, right? Getting it out of there. And eventually it comes out, but I'm like, there's still some more in there. I want to get it out. So I get some tweezers and remember the movie Rambo where he cauterizes a knife. So I don't want to get infected. So I cauterize the tweezers with a lighter and then I jam them in my leg to try to get the rest of this shit out. Right. So I'm digging in there <laughs> and it hurts. And I'm like, okay, good. So then the next couple of days I go to work. Right. And uh, this thing swells up pretty good. It gets pretty red <laughs> you know? and it gets to be like half the size of an orange. And I'm at work with my long pants on with a bandaid over it. And if I squeeze my calf, uh, you know, like chicken curry runs out the back of it. It's just like this disgusting goo. And I'm like, okay, I should probably go to the doc. This is getting a little bit, a uh, little bit out of hand. So I go to him, <laughs> Dr. Azimi. <laughs> I go in and he's like, all right, what'd you do? And I lie down on the, on the table with my calf up and he's looking at it and he goes, what do you, he said, you stick something in here. And then, well, <laughs> I went, yeah, but it was cauterized. And he goes, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, oh, it's a good doctor. And then he squeezed all the shit out of it. And he told me I had a staph infection. <laughs> and, he oh, meds. And, then, and I still have a hole in the back of my calf. To this Jesus, day. Fucking idiot. God. How do I know? I'm, I'm practicing self-healing. I, I can't judge Brian for that. When I was in high school, I had like a, a little wart on my wrist. And, uh, you know, it's you, you put those like patches on it, try to get it to dissolve, yeah, go away. Anything. That shit doesn't do anything. No. So I, I uh, you know, sterilized a, uh, a pair of toenail clippers and uh, just <laughs> oh my snapped that God. right off, pulled the roots <laughs> out. Can't even tell it was there. No scar. Oh, I guess you did it right. Listen to our new podcast, Home Surgery, uh, where we teach you how to combine a little bit of nail clippers, a little bit of, uh, what did I say, uh, tweezers. Make sure that you cauterize them well, though. Don't 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 take our advice on the cauterization. You want to make sure you get yourself some Barbasol. Uh, not, the, uh, not the shaving gel, but the actual shit. All right, getting back to it. Enough disgusting stories. Um, should we jump back in at Crystal Good Vibes? Yeah. Well, yes, that was that was the line of the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we lost two of our listeners. Like, how could they not be wooed by my story about what looked like, you know, <laughs> Thai curry running out the back of my calf? I just don't well, understand audiences, guys. All right. Well, where did the uh, I forget the origin of Crystal Good Vibes? What, what was he? Was it talking about Elizabeth? 
What Elizabeth would name her children? He, she, he was saying yeah. Elizabeth probably already has her first three children with James named. I, I forget the first two names, like something like Rainbow Sprinkles, or I, I don't know. <laughs> then he's and like, then, yeah, the good vibes. And he's like. Crystal Good Vibes, that'll be a stripper for sure. Well, that's what I, as soon as he said that, I'm like, that's a stripper name. <laughs> awesome. That was fantastic. By the way, what perfect is- transition. Uh, how about this line? You know, a stingray, they say, is softer than the inside of a vagina. Wait, I didn't hear that. Who said that? Are you kidding me? I, I heard that, but I don't know who said it. It was just like there were so many people standing they around. They said it. It was like one of the people, I, I swear to God, it was uh, Weasel Tooth uh, McKennessy that said it, but maybe it was somebody else. But some friend of theirs named Olin or Ogan said, like, oh, Olin says, a stingray, his skin is softer than the inside of a vagina. And then I think the dad was like, well, uh, a bunch of things are. <laughs> all right. All right. When you're that rich, I guess you get to experiment putting your dick in all sorts of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy just goes around with his billions putting his dick into shit and seeing if it's softer than a vagina. You can have a worse life. I will say for, for a billionaire, the guy, other than, you know, making fun of poor people in the first, uh, last episode, he seems like a pretty decent human being. I don't know. Doesn't seem all, terrible. All he wants is a styrofoam cup and hot dogs. I respect that out of a billion. Leads a simple life on a uh, mega luxury yacht in the Caribbean. You can yeah. do two things at once. Yeah. All right. Um, all my all my fake podcast jokes for this one. I forgot it was coming because softer than the inside of a vagina would be a great podcast where we go around. <laughs> but we're not rich. We just go sticking our dicks in everything and seeing what works inside of soda cans. What was that show with nope, like not softer against, against against hot light bulbs? Like that show, like Dirty Jobs or something, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that, but with vaginas. We'll just it's get Mike orgasm. Rowe to do it. We'll just uh... we're sponsored by Fleshlights, new cactus vagina. Uh, yeah. All right. What's next? Uh, we got a, well, a little bit of Rachel versus, uh, her feud with Francesca. It seemed to me that Rachel was the one in the wrong on this one. Right. I had to listen back to it. I'm like, Francesca specifically said, you're bringing this stuff. It's, it's she, a whole I, stupid I, argument see, may, anyways. Maybe it was just hard to tell. Cause it sounded like Rachel said, you're bringing this stuff, Right. Francesca oh, well. named the condiments and then that was it. Yeah. I So there were two different things. This is, I had to listen back a few times too. So first, Rachel, when she's muttering under her breath like a psychopath as she's standing next to the person that she's muttering about, telling her she's bad at her job, uh, she said, Francesca goes, oh no, sorry. Rachel goes, did you bring the condiments? And Francesca goes, no, you said you were bringing them. And then Rachel responded with, well, I said I was bringing condiments for, I was bringing my own, I said I was bringing my condiments or something like that, or my own condiments, which to me, if you say you're bringing your own condiments, that as a, from a chef perspective, that's what you, you're bringing condiments for the meal you're preparing. So that's on you. But when we went back to the galley scene, Rachel's kneeled down and she's like, you bring ketchup and yeah, that's what I'm thinking whatever. About. And I'll bring the sauerkraut. 
Uh oh. Oh, good night hug there. Oh, we a just touching a, scene. A tender <laughs> moment between well, a father and son. I mean, at 1048, uh, he should have been in bed half an hour ago. So he should have. Can't been. yell at him on the air, though. Sorry, Dan. I would have been down earlier, but you know, I was flipping through your Playboys and one of the centerfolds popped out and I couldn't get away from those titties. Anyway, good night. Love you, Dad. Bye. Spot on impression. But word Spot for on. word. <laughs> it's like you got a transcript of the conversation. Crazy. <laughs> Love you. I didn't wash my face before some of my cum hit it. All right, good night. Oh, God damn. Always going back to that, Brian. That's uh, <laughs> weird. Weird. It's terrible. Uh, it's not my kid. My girl, my little girl's in bed. Little, little adorable angel. Mm. Adorable. All right. Well, um, I didn't really have much else. I mean, I, the end of the show is kind of leading into next week where um, Elizabeth seems to be stunned that her job is in serious peril. She does nothing every single charter, but uh, stares at James and, and uh, you know, dreams of the day they can run away together. Yeah. Like, how could I be Forget fired? On the beach. I, I will say, I think it's great. Like, they tell, they do tell her that they're going to fire her, right? We see that for sure. But I, what I loved, and I wrote this down to myself as I'm watching this show, because uh, Izzy comes in and tells Rachel, hey, you know, James did nothing for her birthday. Nobody deserves this bad of a birthday. Why don't we get her a cake? Can you take care of getting her a cake? And I wrote down, I was like, I really hope Elizabeth never gets to see that cake. And well, lo and behold, <laughs> fired. No cake for you, Elizabeth. Now, that was the last last week she was supposed to make the cake. Was there another cake? No, no, no. Izzy came in and I think had told her to order a cake in for oh. Elizabeth. But what's funny is when a cake that says, happy birthday, Elizabeth, arrives on the boat and she's already fucking gone because she got canned earlier in the day. <laughs> Who's going to well, be happier to eat that cake than James, by the way? it's going to be interesting because she's obviously there's no other charters season finale next week. Yeah. So that they make quickly make the decision to, well, I guess we got to try to get home wherever it is we're trying to get to. Um, but so essentially they fired Elizabeth on the last possible day before they would have all been going home anyway. So do you think Francesca feels bad at all? Like, well, we could have just, you know, in hindsight, if we just waited 12 hours, the problem would have, you know, solved itself and we wouldn't have embarrassed Elizabeth on TV. Or is no. she like, eh, she deserves to be she fucking hates fired. Her. She hates her. She hates her. I think she, I think she wanted more than anything for her to be fired on TV. Yeah, so she was like excited, pressing, excited to get her fired. And she deserved to be fired. She's terrible at her job. She's awful. So good. Yeah. Well, she's got a lot of uh, free time to maybe bone up on her um, stewardessing skills or whatever they call them. She's not going to be doing any of that. What she's going to be doing is developing tracking devices of her own design that she can insert into men's assholes when she sleeps with them. Probably a little bit of uh, internet stalking is my guess. Coming up with limpet mines. This is what it well, she's um she's a New Yorker, a New Jersey girl, right? Maybe she'll show up at one of the summer house parties. God, that would be great. They do cross over uh, with God summer house. Well, Southern House and Southern Charm crossed over, but hopefully more. But I have a couple more notes before we wrap. Well, on one the, more the thing about people. Elizabeth: she did have okay. a loose job offer 
to uh, work on the billionaire's private plane, one of the sons was like, uh, you should hire, you should fire uh, Hillary and hire Elizabeth as a stewardess. And uh, the dad's <laughs> like, oh, but I like Hillary. She's old. Elizabeth's better. <laughs> Can you imagine, one, if you're that woman and you're seeing this little shit talk about you, telling your dad to fire you, you're probably pretty pissed. And two, if you did get fired and you had been watching the show and you're like, wait, that fucking clown is going to take over service for me. Good luck with that, pal. But what a great job. If you're Elizabeth, within a day, you're like, sexual harassment lawsuit. I'm rich. Instantly. She's not smart enough millionaire. To, to, to put no, that. She, she won't do that because I think she is a decent person. She's just not cut out for yachting and not cut out probably for for working anywhere. No, Elizabeth, she's not a bad person. You know, we're not mocking her for being a bad person. We're mocking her for being an idiot uh, who is not good at her job and obviously falls head over heels for the first guy that throws himself at her. So, there you go. But hold on. Talk about the Richens real quick. A couple quick lines that were pretty funny. I did like that the rich people love reminiscing about being rich. Like at the dinner table where the one guy's son was like, Daddy! Do you remember when I crashed the Corvette as a baby? It's like, cool story, dickhole. Awesome. Now the guy's like, yeah, no, I don't. It's like, well, I did. Okay, thank you, rich asshole number one. And then I like how the guys, are they're like sad. They're like, we're leaving. They're like, oh, we have to go home? Where do you think they're going home to? How many acres? How many houses? How many cars? How many horses? How many buggies? Yeah. These people are crying about going home from this vacation. I know going well, home from vacation one, sucks, but it, it doesn't suck for them like it sucks for us. Well, yeah. The other thing is like when they were t- recounting all their trips that had been canceled, the one girl had like five vacations coming up. Yeah. So they yeah. probably just go from vacation to vacation. Like, oh, oh, it's so sad to be leaving the Caribbean. I guess I'll go to Greece next week and ha- try to have fun there. Yeah, but yeah, I'll just I'll just have to keep hopping around the world. Seriously, no. does my nose look broken right now? Is it me? It does. Wait, Elizabeth was on Andy Cohen. Why is she uh, not the after show? After show. We need to take over for Andy Cohen. We're we're a far better interview. We really should take over for Andy. Well, Cohen. good for Ashley. That's the most interesting thing Ashley's done all season. Thank you, Kimberly. Ashley finally told Elizabeth that she's an ice cream but not meant for yachting. Tell her on the boat. <laughs> Tell her in the job interview. And Elizabeth is offended by that. Honest, honest criticism saying you're nice, but uh, probably just uh, not cut out for this. Check out your nose after the show. What the fuck? Did I get, did I get my nose broken before this podcast? You just noticed that? What's happening with my face? (laughs) When you've been (laughs) sleeping for the past five years, your wife has been punching you very gently in the nose. (laughs) Just not quite like, enough to wake you up. I, trust me. If I, I, I think it's because the lighting is off to the, the the left a little bit. It makes it look really like I've been in a fight and you got my ass kicked, which we know has never happened. Um, and that's oh, and the last thing is, I laughed at the uh, the richest people that have probably been on this boat since they, you know, we're talking about Daddy. Let's buy the yacht, and, and Captain Lee will come with it. Oh. <laughs> And then they give him an $18,500 tip, which is less than most people. But hey, what to remember? Tip for you kids out there. The rich did not get rich by tipping the working class that well. 
That's a that's a life lesson. Well, the rich generally are not the best tippers, just because they're so damn entitled. They just think they they deserve whatever they get. Yeah. Well, they also also probably don't really understand what the real value of whatever they're paying for is because they're out of touch. You know, they're like we get this for True. free all the time. I'm paying somebody around the clock to be my servant, so I don't tip them. They get a salary. I don't know what to tip you. Entirely possible. Pricks. Whatever. Pricks. The last tip of the year for those guys. We're going to wrap this up. I'm going to end the broadcast, but you idiots stay on because I want to talk to you for a quick second. Rico, take us out. All right. Who is against the queen? Who is against the queen?